0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. many of you would know, of course, uh, uh, just uh, by the sort of background music and uh, even uh, the story there. That uh, came from season one of uh, Yizo Yizo, uh, which uh, here at the Public Broadcast is probably one of the most successful productions in the post-apartheid period. One person who was certainly part of that production, who's made a foray to behind the scenes in the production, in the administrative and management side of things in the world of media, comms, and even in the policy realm. Is my next guest and our thought leader on this Thursday. Uh, is a former councillor at Ikasa, a uh, you know a former programming manager, a former partnerships executive, a former public affairs stakeholder manager here at the SABC. She's worked at multi choice, She's worked for Facebook. You know she holds a master's in ICT policy and regulation. She's been with the MDDA. Nomonde, good evening, welcome.
1: Oh, man, oh, man, I have a uh, Ubalandunina. Uh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great, I'm great. Thank you so very much for this opportunity and a special greeting goes to all the Metro FM listeners Yeah, look, are we thought, this
0: evening. No, we thought we must bring you back home because uh, the SAPC in many ways will always be home for you. And uh, September at some stage... Uh, you might decide to come back, uh, uh, you know. So we certainly hope that uh, those in the know will be able to convince you to come back. But I played that clip earlier on. I mean, just from you, your thoughts, it must take you down memory lane. It must take you back to, you know, Daviton, where uh, the first season of Yezo Yezo was shot. Take us back there. Take us back there so we understand, you know, even the process leading up to, I mean, Andila was asking earlier on, who was that commissioning editor who decided, we'll commission this? Um, as controversial as it is uh, in a society like ours that was in transition at the time.
1: You know, we can speak about the brains behind the person that uh, commissioned that particular series. It's she Her name is called Dibon Kame. I always refer to her as Mam Yvonne Kame. Um, who had foresight and vision. Wow. You know, who was also fearless. However, whatever and grade her decision-making, it was always informed by proper research because she's an academic through a group. Wow. She comes from an educational background. She went into publication. And then when SABC education at the time, post our democracy was started, she was in the forefront. So she understood in terms of what is required. So she's one of the people, and since she left ACBC, mm. when you talk about programming, she looked at programming in a holistic manner. That is why User User was not just a television program. It had an advocacy mm. extension to it. It also had a print magazine to it. So most of the things that she did at the ACBC were always supported by print, um, stuff that is material that is going to be supported, all the programs that are out there. And this is the content that we, most of us always refer back to because it's information that doesn't age. is basically how to adapt it to today's living. So mm, so for mm, me, mm. it takes me back. I mean, user, a user, take me to 1998. Wow. What an amazing moment it was. A day's return, like you said it, you know? And it was during, I think, the first time we participated in the World Cup. You know, and T.K.B. in the 18th area. and mm. also featured in Wizo Wizo. You know, we had the most amazing cast. You know, I would put Patrick Shine making ah. so rest in peace. I would also think Daba Fanamukwele, who was also in Parliament. You know, mm. politics. Um, you know, Ujavas, You know, the first Javas. And secondly, we happened one who we lost. You yes, know, I yes. said, you know. was your boyfriend? Yeah, he, yeah. I, always ta- I always share about the temple that a lot of people didn't know. Temple was a vet graduate. Wow. She also had a side business on the side, but she always was passionate about acting. Hmm. And Jesus, this was his first gig, you know. And we'll sit on the side and chat about a whole lot of things. And that is how I got to know the temple, the person. You know, so mm. so for me, you know, it just takes me back to beautiful, yeah, beautiful yeah. memories. I was a in Wow, you know, Eish. I can I can count the bani bani standing where uh, You mm. know, it, it it was just an amazing set. And, and before we move on, sure, sure, When we arrived in Uzo Uzo, it came Sorry, at the I remember the young kids were so excited. Wow, they all wanted to. We we're going to be on television. But for me, the handling impact of user, user is that by the time down done suddenly, these youngsters got to understand that we have a DOP, mm. you know, the person who actually takes the pictures. Um, those who are into fashion, they understood that we have a, a, a wardrobe mistress, so, the person so. who dresses us. You know, careers behind the scenes mm. that a lot of people are not even aware of. The sound that brings the audio, you know, we have a, you know, all those people. So. But the time we done, some of them have found something that they could identify with. Mm. And I can tell you today that some of those people are in the industry, but doing all the technical behind the scenes work. So wow. for me, that's the positive and the spin off that came out of that particular powerful sure. tool
0: called Yizhou Yizhou. And since no more, I'm going to come back to that the yes. universe of possibilities not in front of the camera, but behind it, and how you made your foray there. But Ndifunanje, Upina, just to pick up on something that you you mentioned when you were making reference to Mayor Yvonne Khame, around not only the magazines, but this idea of the advocacy. And advocacy not only to lift up certain issues in our education system, but some behavioral forms of change. I mean, if I think about some of the themes that were explored in Yizu Yizu, the end of corporal punishment, still an issue with us now, Old age yeah. students, so students who in the 80s, you know, that era of no education in an abnormal society ended up mm. creating in the 90s and the 2000s a lot of very older students. Weaknesses in our registration system, they're still there, you know, yeah. um, uh, a violence and school vandalism, teacher pupil sexual relations, you know, uh, youth access to firearms in the early years, mm. post 1994, you know, and of course the link. Uh, of gangsterism, violence, you know, I think of Ken Mukwe, and it always comes to mind, really? that BMW, Nabo Prakeep, yeah. and everybody else. Mm. You know, that those themes were lifted, did something yeah. to our society, both positive, and I think to some degree negative as well, because a lot of people wanted to role-play what they saw on Yizo Yizo. Your thoughts on that?
1: Look, for me, you know, when before I even go and audition, I always want to understand what is the narrative behind any program and its intended outcome. So for me, when I looked at the role and I looked at the whole entire user user universe, what I saw, I saw a series that mirrored what was happening in our society, you know, and how we can sort of like rectify some of these things, because it's the things that we do not talk about and that we sort of like sit underneath the table and for me, it also gave us an opportunity, if not to mirror ourselves, but also to do a self-introspection, to say, is this the type of society that we want post our unified democracy? You know, so for me also, what it also did, I mean, for the first time, the SABC was called before Parliament took account wow. because there was an uproar. We've <laughs> never seen such, you know, that kind of a thing. Mm. So it triggered a lot of debate, which is important you know, for societal dialogue. Mm. So that we start asking those you know, those triggering questions. And and, and and dialogue is important because it sets us off to another set of discussion, if I may call it that. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. You know, I, I find that so fascinating because all of the things in our society that often split opinion are the things that enable our society to advance. Um, and I was saying to Andila earlier on some of the work that that production company did bomb in the yeah. late 90s, early 2000s, and even to this day, continued to break the envelope insofar as how we talk about so many things. I mean, it might have been the first season of or Izo and the subsequent seasons, right through to many of the other productions that would have come. Um, yeah. w- when you look back now, I mean, and you think about to what degree, not just only the public broadcaster, but television as a medium, is engaging with the, you know, zeitgeist in the society where the problems are in the society, the things that move us, you know, um, what thoughts do you get? I mean, are we talking, or do we have the right scripts that give us a mirror of our society and say, look at yourself? It might polarize you, but this is who you are. You know, what do you do about it?
1: And, and this brings me to the heart and the core of the mandates. why we should defend public broadcasting Mm. because we understand the role of public broadcasting where democracy education is concerned where civic education is concerned or even educational uh, education is concerned do you honestly think that commercial entities would actually give a damn about these? Maybe at the time they might but the minute it starts eroding in their bottom line that will be the first thing that they need to speak but never a public broadcaster so, in 2024, we're going into elections. And with the local government election, we saw what we call daughter Akati. Mm. My daughter, eldest, it would have been her first time ever going to vote. Sure. And she's like She She's fortunate because she has parents like us in the house who had to remind her about the importance of voting. Sure, sure. So that voter education and awareness is so, so important. And that is the role of the public broadcaster. Now, we talk about a fragmented educational system. I am so looking forward to a digitized SABC where we, had, we have multiple channels mm. so that we have dedicated channels for what we call maybe early childhood development. We know that with any child's development, if we get it right there, from an educational perspective, then our kids get a good head start. You can imagine what happened when COVID-19 happened. Those children who were caught up from an ECD perspective. So if we had a public broadcaster that was able to provide that education, especially for those who are not connected to the Mm -hmm. internet grid, who do not have access to data, to the while they're at home so you can understand the power and importance of why we need to defend our public broadcaster and we need to make sure that it works and it works very well come you know world cup events of all sorts we can't broadcast it for 24 hours
0: yeah
1: and hence why we need a 24-hour broadcast channel because now what happens is Sometimes it gets put on SABC too. And when it comes to certain programming, it gets pushed out and that kind of a thing. Ah. So it's so important. And I'll tell you one thing, Ayabona, which 2010, I was inside the SABC. Sure, sure. You will not believe that certain uh, parts of our population did not even have access to SABC platforms, it radio and television. And hence, why the public broadcaster... Undertook an aggressive pro- uh, process to say we are going to be uh, putting transmitters across the provinces. We're going to put them them every so that people can get to experience walk up that we are that we are hosting for the first time in the African soil. And these are the beautiful stories that you'll we'll never get mm, to hear about, mm. having women undertaken and driven by this beautiful organization. Let, of our
0: just briefly. Because ESBC is a digital migration at the moment. And you are part of, uh, I think you at some stage you are a chairperson or still are the chairperson of the Digital Migration Advisory Council. Uh, you've also Absolutely. been, I guess, in the you know, domain name system research project. So very much in the world of the intrawebs, internet, yeah. and the digitization of what is at this moment an analog or terrestrial form of broadcasting be it on radio or television yeah. um when you look at the readiness because if akukwindawa transmit transmitters now or there are places where set top boxes have not arrived yet or there are you know parts of uh, you know our country where there's no towers that will connect you to the byways and highways of the internet are we not Widening the scope of inequality beyond just saying, we're hosting the World Cup. But even learning, you know, business, uh, and it, all social activities are now being done on digital platforms. But if I go to Ilal Velaguyo, I'll be lucky if I get 2G, let alone 3G. Yeah. So, so, so this thing is very much so
1: intertwined. So Ask yourself why digital migration in the first place. Mm. The reason why our government embarked on this digital migration process is an ITU International Telecoms Union decision, so. you know, which we are also affiliated to, you know, as a country and also a signatory. Okay? However, the reason why we go the digital migration route is to free up the spectrum, you know, so it's all those frequencies and you understand that. Last year, for the first time, we actually auctioned the spectrum, you know. And I'm happy to say that during my tenure at ICASA, as a councillor, I was part of the chair person because we've got subcommittees. I led both the committees for the IMT and also for the one. And we tabled before council for consideration the ITA invitation to apply. So it laid the foundation for the final auction that took place last year. Mm. So when we free up the spectrum and we auction the spectrum, the end goal is to lower the cost to communicate. Mm. Because if you go back to data, even last year, South Africa, it was just way too expensive to be on the internet. You know, and yeah. when COVID happens, that is why as the regulator at the time, because when I was there, we had to provide that temporary relief for mobile network operators to utilize the 5G spectrum, even though it was in license at the time, because everybody was home, everyone was using the internet. So all these things are basically intertwined. You talk about inequality. When I was the chairperson of the Digital Migration Advisory Council advising the Minister of Communications at the time, when we did our research just to understand if we were to migrate, you know, South Africans, how much work is done? You know that when you land at the Cape Town airport, straight out of the airport, it's the squatter camp. But mm. what do you see? Those satellite dishes.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: What we understood at the time is that a lot of people might have self-migrated. It could be a whatever package mm. from whoever commercial broadcaster, but you not that far off. You know, uh, we've got um, your ETVs who are also offering their own packages. So the question is, currently, what are the steps? Mm. How many more people need to be migrated, you know, to get into, you know, to get their set boxes? And I can see that the current minister, uh, Minister Chaveh, is working aggressively with the team from Centech and all the other teams, you know, who are affiliated and are, are, are impacted by this migration to make sure that, you know, Those who are still not registered to get their set top boxes, they go out there and they get registered and they get their set top boxes. I mean, I was so excited the other time I was listening to the radio. Even how the messages is being communicated, you know, in our African indigenous languages, Mm. so that people get to understand all these technical terms and they, you know, so that they can go and register at their nearest post office and make sure that they get. You know, they are set top boxes, and then um, the, the the what do you call them? The people that come and connect, they come and connect, yes. and at no charge. You know, for those um, subsidized yeah. set top boxes, mm. exactly. Mm. So this is another caring government that wants to make sure that nobody gets left behind. Sure. So this is how our government makes sure that this inequity does not prevail.
0: The other thing, uh, you know, that I'd like to maybe sort of check with you as well. I mean, your your experiences. Uh, We've touched on sort of your work in front of the screen behind, you know, and some of the advisory work that you continue to do in the policy space. Um, Talk to me about, I guess, your your foray now into the private sector, you know, and uh, uh, you had multi-choice in the regulatory environment there, regulatory and compliance. Uh, you were also, I guess, um, in a similar function and role for Southern Africa at Facebook. Um, those two experiences, when you compare and contrast those to the policy realm, to the realm in the public, uh, uh, you know, broadcaster as well, um, what did you find different? What did you find the same? What, in your view, uh, would you probably see as the lessons you would take from either space?
1: You know what? For me, I always say to people that I have been shaped and taught by the palo freya um, developmental mm, communication sure, sure. you know so developmental communication it's duty ingrained in me mm. to say as we communicate how do we educate how do we empower and also partly entertain so i mean even my mandate at, at, at multi-choice africa i always want to distinguish this because there's multi-choice south africa but my mandate was multi-choice africa And I really appreciated that opportunity because I love the continent. I love Mm. Africa and all the opportunities that it could actually bring. And you'll see what Multi-Choice Africa did at the time. You know, right now at the SABC we talk about the funding model. What we'll do with Multi-Choice Africa is we'll partner with um, public broadcasters and create a different package like DSTV Go. So let's say a Zambia broadcasting channel will have a shareholding in there. Whatever profits that they make, you know, they also get to make money for themselves so that they can sustain Zambia broadcasting, if I may call it that. You know, so so those are some of the spin-offs of these strategic partnerships, you know. And and, and for me, finding myself at Facebook, <laughs> number one, you know, when I was sitting and user user set in 1998. Mm. I mean, that company was not even born, which is an ICT company. And little did I know that in 2020, I will be approached by Facebook itself, where they will entrust me as their head of public policy mm. to look after their whole entire region. You know? And, and, and for me, it also serves to affirm their belief in the continent, if I may sure, call it that. Because sure. when I stepped in there, I said nothing about us without us. Mm. Because who else better understands the nuances, not only of South Africa, but of SADEP and but also the rest of the continent, you know? And some of the interventions that we actually pushed there, I mean, for me personally, you know, some of the programs that I was able to run, you know, it's even from, you will never underestimate the power of social media mm. what it can that do to a democratic process like elections sure. for instance you know so i mean out of that cambridge analytica that happened yes, in america yeah. i think around 2016 then the company took a turnaround to say mm, we mm. need to make sure that we put programs in place to make sure that we safeguard democrat- these democratic processes the electoral processes so i mean for, for me i was able to for the first time you know deliver on the elections in zambia which came with its own interesting dynamics because when elections are highly contested what other governments tend to be do shut down the internet mm. i mean two days leading up to the election you know then they shut down the internet however of course work with community-based organizations on the ground. And this is where I come from. If you remember that, I once worked with organizations like Love Lives, where we work with communities on the ground. the show cities where you work with communities on the ground. Mm. Media, you on the ground. Sure. So you bring all that experience to say, fine, who do you work with on the ground? And basically, the CSOs that you work with on the ground, you manage to get a lot of people to... Register on the VPN mm. so the government might shut down the internet, but those that were able to get onto the VPN they could still remain on the internet grid sure. if I sure. might call it that. Okay. and South Africa's local government elections and I think the late last thing also had uh, elections in Angola and on also the Lesotho just now you know so those are some of the projects that one will sort of like really really be very passionate about mm. we also talk about bridging the digital divide yes. i mean for me some of the projects that i was able to work with or on within the facebook area is just across the mm. the the the, 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 the side region and across the african continent yeah. so why do these companies do this is to also assist governments to make sure that mm. we get as many people onto the internet grid as quickly as we possibly can and why? So that we can bridge the digital divide. Yeah, you know, So yeah. so these are some of the programs that get me warm and fuzzy. Mm. You know, they're really, really exciting because, you know, we talk about the information age. And as we talk about the information digital age, you do not want to leave sure, the sure. rest of Africa behind. This is no wonder. Eh?
0: Yo, you know how it is uh, in this space. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, we could talk until, until, until. Um, um But I, we're going to have to pause here, unfortunately. Uh, and I want to thank you. But I want us as we pause just to share what some of our listeners are saying on social media. You know, you mentioned you worked at Soul City. Kinelwe Mutwana Wamduana says, uh, no, no, this is not, uh, uh, you know, Nomonde. She's not please. She was staying at the spotter camp with a sick baby at Soul City. Uh, and there are many others uh, who, come, who have come in and i find this so fascinating you know one person says uh are really really old uh, let me read this she says uh says if ukumbula this sister then i'm sure na three years and uh, you know many others coming through on facebook uh, you know Abu Tire says i boy miss yizo girlfriend yagatiza or something uh, you know nelson uh says i used to have a crush on her uh, as young as oh, I was then, baby. you know, and uh, 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 now Bia says, my favorite lady. So great to see her. You know, Kuzwa uh, Umchovo says, uh, Danny says, still beautiful. So many other messages, I guess, sharing the same sentiment, oh, saying, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the original Hazel. Uh, and, uh, you know, it speaks volumes about to what degree you were part of many of our childhoods many of our oh. formative years and uh, many of the people whose behaviors you were trying to influence are people who are making change and making history in the society and I don't think they would have been in a position to do that were it not for your craft and the work that you continue to do. Thank you so much, Sisnamoande. We really appreciate you.
1: Thank you so very much and also for all the positive vibes that I'm getting. Thank you for these opportunities, And God, now, I'm sorry, not that. Love you all.
0: Thank you very much. And take care. Bye-bye. Uh, joining us. Uh, Hazel too many, uh, boss too many, uh, but uh, a fascinating mind. Somebody with the kind of dexterity and versatility that has allowed her to go into so many spaces. But as you can hear, very much an activist at heart. And, uh, And uh, you know, uh, it's a very particular type of generation of thespians, actors, uh, you know, Nabu Mishak and others, you know, who, see their role as cultural workers and uh, it's so beautiful to see and uh, yeah she is our thought leader on this thursday